Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. My name is Scott Davis. I am the iron rep for Men of Iron in the Tampa Bay, Florida region. And it's been uh, my privilege and honor to be able to share with you through the month of May on a topic that you don't hear about a whole lot, especially us men. We don't talk about this much, and it's a very important uh, spiritual discipline that we need in our lives to be the godly men and the leaders that God has called us to be in. That's the topic of solitude and retreat. And so this is week three, but if you missed week one or week two or both, you need to go back and jump in the archives and listen to those. So this week, we're going to jump into um, a topic about solitude, and we're going to reference Jesus as our example. Now, I know if you've been around church, uh, if you read the Bible very much in your life, You've heard stories in the Gospels of Matthew, the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and the book of John, the story of Jesus' life. And in several cases, it would say Jesus would walk through the countryside teaching and preaching and healing all that were sick, either before that would happen or after that would happen. It says he would go away to a solitary place to pray and sometimes to be alone by himself. And so Jesus was trying to, I I know he, now listen, Jesus is God. We're talking about the Son of God. He was God, but when he was on the earth, he was also 100% man. Don't ask me to explain that. We don't even have time, and I couldn't do it anyway. But he was God and man. So the man side, the human side of him needed to get away. And I think, There's several reasons for that. This is just opinion, but he was demonstrating to his disciples that this was very important to get away, to be able to get still and be quiet and hear the voice of God, his father speaking to him, because it was either for a time of refreshment after a long period of teaching, preaching and healing, or it was a time that he was about to go into something very difficult and he he needed to be in, in the presence of his father to hear his voice, just just like we do today. And even in the book of John, chapters 14 through 17, you know, the hours leading up, up to the cross, Jesus, uh, several times he spoke about his relationship with the father. And he even says that whatever he says, whatever the father tells him to say, his words were not his words, they were the father's words. So obviously he had to be listening to hear those words. So how much more should we desire that kind of time with God? I mean, at least Jesus knew him in a relationship already, and he still felt the need to hear his voice every day, or certainly at periods of time in his life that he was either going into or coming out of a a difficult or a trying or tiring time in his life. And and one of those was in John 14. Uh, That whole chapter starts off with his relative, John the Baptist, his forerunner. When he was beheaded, the next thing it says after the description of that event is in verse 13. It says, when Jesus heard, what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. So he goes away to be by himself and to to get his head clear and to think and hear the voice of God. And 
make sure in the in the human side that he's still on the right track. And so then right after that is the event of the feeding of the 5,000. And then right after that, verse 22, in the same chapter, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side of the lake where he dismissed the crowd. And after he dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Now, and he said to pray, but also he was up there for a little bit because it says later that night he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. And shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. So, you know, the rest of that story. But the point being that he went, he went to a solitary place to pray and he was there quite a while alone by himself so there's reasons that these passages and these scriptures these verses are in the bible for our good to see that even the son of god needed to get away and have a time of quiet and be alone and so how much more do we need to do this ourselves now listen i know this isn't the easiest thing to do I can say that, and you've heard me in the last two podcasts say it's it's difficult that we fight all kinds of obstacles and distractions to do this. And one one of the things is we just don't want to do it. But I think that if we really think about this and, and see that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, had to, had to get away, then we need to convince ourselves that we, we don't know everything. We need to go hear from God and at least, if not daily, at least on a weekly basis to have some time in solitude. And that's why we've been taking the baby steps and working our way up. It's 15 minutes a day, and then we went to 30 minutes for three times in, in a week. And I'm going to give you some more action steps in just a moment. But I want to tell you a little bit about um, a time in my life where transitioning from um, when I retired as a firefighter for 30 years in Atlanta, I transitioned into a full-time ministry. Uh, I was bivocational, which means I was a full-time firefighter, and I was also an ordained minister. Uh, went through Bible college and seminary and, and worked for churches while I was also a firefighter. Then when I retired from the, the firefighting, I came, moved to Florida and have been working in churches ever since until now when I work for Men of Iron. But the point is, there was a time in there that I was in between. And I was a little frustrated, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know what God wanted from me. And I even got a little bit anxious and frustrated and upset, whatever you want to call it. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do what I think I need to do, and that's just go be with God and it was almost like, I'm ashamed to even say it, but it was almost like defiantly. I was said, I was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do this like it's my job. So I'd get up every morning, take a shower, put on clothes, just like I was going to a, a, a job out in the world, the corporate world. And I was going to stay right in my home, though. And I would get my Bible, my journal, some worship music, and I would go off into the sunroom and I would sit and say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to spend time with God just like it's my job because I, I would pray 
And at one point, God spoke to me. I, I was saying, God, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do? Don't you see me? I'm sitting here. I'm ready. Let's let's go. I'm ready. Let's get on with it. <laughs> Very arrogant, right? Well, the Holy Spirit spoke to me one day. I said, what do you want me to do? And he said, nothing. I don't want you to do anything, Scott. I'm already doing it. And when I... When it comes time for you to join me, I will ask you to join me. And, man, that was a very sobering thought. Yeah, God really doesn't need us to do anything. He's made us to be human beings, not human doings. He said, I want you to be with me. And I said, okay. So I settled into that. Now, let me tell you, for the next three to four months, that became the richest time of my life since accepting Christ as my Savior at age 26. I learned more about God and how to hear His voice during that time than I ever have before. But I had to settle into that and, and know that God is the one that tells us where to go, what to do, how to do it, if we want to hear it. But we have to want to hear it. And what we do in those times reveals what we believe. If you're living fearful, anxiety-filled, rushed life, you're proving your lack of confidence in God's direction. Regardless of what you say, you're living it. And trust me, other people see it. If we live our life with confidence that Jesus is in control, and He is actually continually interceding with the Father on our behalf, <laughs> why would we not want to be intentional about hearing what the Father has to say and trust Him completely? We have nothing to fear, and we have everything to gain if we are intentional. So listen, I want you to do some action steps again this week. I want you to remember the last two weeks. We started off at 15 minutes a day every day. Then last week we did three times of 30-minute periods. This week I want you to take just one period of solitude but make it for one hour. And I know that shocks some of you and it scares you to death. But trust me, trust me in this. If you, if you just schedule it, of course you need to – to talk with uh, whoever it is around that you need to talk to in your family and let them know that's what you're doing so they'll leave you alone or just go away somewhere to where you can be uh, alone like Jesus. I don't know where that is for you, but just think about it, pray about it, figure it out. Find that spot, find that place and go there with the intention and schedule it now. Put it on your calendar and schedule it and then do it. Be intentional about getting it done. And just, I want you to just take that hour and maybe do it like this. Just, just do the things we've talked about already to get yourself in the place to hear from God. But maybe you want to just um, start with the gratitude and thankfulness and ask God, the Holy Spirit, to speak to you and, and just see how quick that hour goes by. And just be quiet. And let him speak. And then, then I want you to do one more thing. I want, you, I want you to think about this. I want you to put on the calendar one day 
out of the next month, the whole month, I want you to pick a day and then spend at least a half day or an entire day. I know this is blowing some of your your minds, but it's a real thing, okay? And on this day of solitude, start off as usual, maybe add some worship music in and have some moments of silence and listening, and then maybe worship some more, and take you a journal, because you're going to want to write down everything God tells you. Now, listen, trust me, I've done this. It's absolutely incredible. It's a challenge. I'm going to challenge you to do this at least a half a day, but try for a good day of five or six hours, a time that you would work maybe, seven hours. I don't know what it is. You, You figure that out with God, but Hey, listen, I'm for you. I'm excited for you because I know what's going to happen in your life. Men, listen, it's time to know that we need to hear from God. It's time to know that we need to spend that time with God and not be so arrogant to think we know everything about our life and we can just, because I'm telling you, if you're thinking that right now, you're probably already stressed. So listen, I'm praying for you. Trust me, this can be the greatest thing you ever do for your spiritual life and walk with Jesus Christ. So give it a shot. It's one hour this week and then one day in the next month. So next Monday, I'll be talking about the topic of retreat and the similarities and differences from solitude and what those are and how to implement this intentional retreat into our spiritual disciplines as the spiritual men and godly leaders that he's called us to be. So tune in next Monday. I'll see you right here on the Men of Iron podcast. Peace.